This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with traveling partners Jay White and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're traveling the state, letting you know about the people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Today, we're heading to the 50-yard line with the MHSAA all-female football crew. Lead official Adrian Barnes is here and football crew assigner Curtis Lowe for tonight's Murrah High versus Cleveland High football game at Forest Hill. Then we're traveling to Tupelo, Mississippi for the 2022 Tupelo Summerfest Fair with Festival Representative Bailey Eubanks. But before we get started, let me welcome my traveling partners, Jay White and Kamel King to the show. Good morning, Jay and Kamel. What is going on with you all this weekend? Nothing much. We got a spectacle in the studio this morning. We got real live referees <laughs> going and real, down. real live uniforms. It's going down. I mean, everybody's seen referees. But yeah. then when you see like not like this, like seven of them standing in front of you, and not on a football field or at the stadium, you're like, wow, those referees, right? And so not like everybody's like coming to the back now, and they want to see the referees, right? Right. <laughs> Everybody wants to ain't see nobody the referees. Seen referees before. <laughs> Not and on the field. We are so glad to have them here in full uniform. I mean, it yes. was like we were having a football game up here at the studio. So they are here. They are in studio with us to talk about that MHSAA all football crew that are here and for the Murrah High versus Cleveland High football game at Forest Hill tonight at 730. Um, but before that, just FYI, we're going to have a little bit more money in our pockets now, Kamel, because... <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> because of... The Biden administration cutting student loans. I'll take it. So I'll have a little bit more money in my pocket to do a few more things on the weekend event wise. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was just telling my partner this morning, I, I said that 10000 is going to be good. But uh, the debt I went into for my law degree, that's just going to take a door den out. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to take a whole ding. I'll take it, Biden, but that's just going to take a little door ding. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. I, I don't have that much, but it'll it'll. At I least got that make, much. It'll at least make me feel like I can breathe There a you go. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll be breathing a little. So we're excited about that. But today is all about our first road trip of the day. The MHSAA all-female football crew for tonight's Murrah High versus Cleveland High football game at Forest Hill. And in with us is the entire crew. Let me count them. One. One, two, three, four. It may not be the full one. Five, six. Are we missing a couple people? We are. But we've got a good bit of them in here, and we are packed into the studio right now with them. And we've also got lead official Adrian Barnes and football crew assigner Curtis Lowe. So we'd like to welcome you all to Next Stop Mississippi right now. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you you all so much for coming in. And we are excited about this. This is definitely some history-making um, yes. News right here, and especially when it comes down to high school athletics, and y'all putting them putting your stamp on that map right there. We are just excited to have you all on. So thank you again for coming on. Most definitely. Now before we begin, I want to get talking to Curtis Lowe, um, who is the football crew assigner. Curtis, before we begin talking about the game, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how the idea to put this crew together came about? Well, it happened probably. Uh Last year, almost two years ago, I thought about it. I said, if I ever get in a situation that I can assign games, I would put an all-female crew together. And um, 
and I did. I talked to some of the ladies uh, early during this year, and and I got the opportunity. So, and that's what I did. And so we just looked around in our association, and we picked up five women in our association. And we brought two women in. So hey, it's it's a good thing. Right. Did you know it was going to be mm-hmm. such a history-making move that you did? No, we just got to talking about that. Uh, this thing done blew up. I mean, blew up. <laughs> I got a, a friend up in uh, Nebraska that called me and said, Curtis, you doing a thing? I'm like, no, I just put women together. I, they, they seven best women we got. Yeah. Put them on the field. Awesome. They can work the game. Yeah. 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 That's this is so stuff. powerful, though. I mean, just the power, the statement. I mean, you know what I'm saying? The 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 – effects it will have throughout the industry I think is is so awesome. You know, wouldn't you say so? Yes, that's it. You know, it's just like now the young ladies go out there and look and say, oh we got women working games now. Hey, what about me? Yeah, you can do it. Just that's get right. out there and just get out there. That's all you got to do. Put forward the effort. And like these women, they all started at Pee Wee and they don't work their way up. We got a wow. few women here that do college. Mm-hmm. So we we doing it. That's what I want to know, and that's what I want you know, to get into. there's something because when he said they all started at Pee Wee, everybody was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they all started from Pee Wee League. I remember that. Now, that's what I want to know. Adrian. and I'll start with you, Miss Adrian Bard. She is the lead official. Adrian. when it comes down to the passion that you had to start in possibly Pee Wee League and to move into what you're into now, where did that come from? Where did your love of sports come from? Oh, I come from deep sports family, all of all of my uncles and um, played either college or pro ball. My mom was a coach. I have all brothers. It's like you get in where you fit in in my family. If you don't play sports, you're left on to the side, and I didn't want to be on the side. So from a very young age, we were on the field. We were traveling to games. Right. And doing, it was it was just sports. I was That's just part of our life. Is that the same story for you all? That's the yeah, same yeah, story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. When it comes down to it. Um, Adrian, can you introduce the ones that are here for me? Okay, to my left, I have Sherry Vaughn. She is my headlines woman. Um, to my right, I have Fran Adams. She is the line judge. Um, Dominique Sutton is our back judge. Sarah Fleming is our umpire. And Felicia Davis is our side judge. I, and th- nice. let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not like a big sports head. So you don't know what they're yeah. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not a clue. But when I talked to Adrian on the phone, and I learned that she was the white hat, and I was like. I know what that is. Hey, look, there's a lot of football fans don't know what she just talked about. There's a lot of football fans of football who have fans no clue. <laughs> just said there's a well, lot I of them judge. have no clue that what right. you were talking about. Right. But yeah, I mean, that is just amazing to have such a big crew. You thought, okay, maybe you got four referees. No, this is an even bigger crew than what's just mm-hmm. here. Right. Mm-hmm. And it that's is. what all ta- that's what it all takes to put on a football it, game. It right. is, yes. And so one thing is we got ladies not here. We got two ladies that's gonna be on the clock. We got three ladies gonna be on the chain. So we'll have a all female mm-hmm. crew tonight. So how how many is that all in total? our field judge. How many yeah. is that all in total? Twelve. Twelve. Mm. Twelve in total. Yes. Okay. Now look I gotta I ask real quick. You know, football it's a macho, machismo thing, right? Got these coaches on the sideline yelling and hollering. How much do they try to, or how how early do they try to start pushing you guys? Right. They, they he said, how early do they try to start pushing you guys? Oh, before the corn toss. Wow. <laughs> before the corn toss, they are all uh, vying for their team, so they right. want to try to make sure that they get you on their team. But we're already on the team. That's right. The other yeah. officials, we're already on the team That's together. Right. 
So that's when they start. Right. <laughs> that's a good question. Kamel, you got any questions? Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask, <laughs> and, and I think this, I'm looking for a real honest response. Like you said, with it being such a macho thing, how has it been rising through the ranks? Have you encountered any pushback, you know, any discrimination, any thinking that you aren't as official as your titles are in comparison to your counterparts? So I can I can only speak for me. Uh, I've ex- experienced a lot of pushback uh, from individuals who, I mean, she's never played football. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you You know, you don't know the rules. Well, how do you know? We study these rules often. We we do this together. We have study, study sessions yeah. often. Mm-hmm. So um, it it started from a young age to now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I ain't gonna tell my age, but I'm old <laughs> enough. I'm old enough to have kids in uh, in from from the youngest to the oldest levels of high school. Mm-hmm. That I've I've done this. We've done this. Watch We've been grow. here. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, we've watched these kids. Some of these kids grow up, and some of them are actually uh, playing professional football now. Mm-hmm. You know, they they hear it from their coaches or their parents, but then once they see the lady, lady officials is what they call us, once they yeah. see us out there, it was like, oh, well, she knows what she's talking about. So they start to respect you a lot more, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to gain that respect in another way. Mm-hmm. Uh Outside of um, giving that, uh, what's the words I'm looking for when they say she's a little bit too loud or she's a little bit too bitch. Brash. You can't, right. Right. Brash. Right. Aggressive. You can't, you can't throw that back at them because uh, then you're being a woman. Right. Wow. So you, the man standing right beside you is even worse. Right. Wow. So it's even worse. So you have but to tone we, it down we, a little. Yeah. Mm. True. A lot. Collect I go off on them. I do college. I mean, I don't, I don't cut them no slack at all. That's right. And they'd be good with me, but if a woman does that, oh no, she's she's this, she's that. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And even when uh, we first started, when I first started, like they were always saying, "Well, you're never gonna go any further because they're not ready for women on the field. They're not ready for to see women mm-hmm. on the field." And this was for me in baseball and in football. They're not ready for a woman on the field at the professional level or at the college level. Well, in doing and doing a game, well, you're not. They're not ready for you in the conference. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're okay to do a non-conference, but not a conference game for a male sport, which is ridiculous because you have men dominating in women's sports. So if you can have that, then why can't a woman be on the field? <laughs> and don't tell me I don't know the rules because I know the rules more better than ninety-five percent of the people, the men that are in the association. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And they call me. Right. Agree about questions. And are you at a? You know, as collectively, we're in church now, from, are we? I know that's right. <laughs> and I'd love to hear from from you know some of the other uh, officials. Aren't you ready for it to not be? lady officials and it just be officials you know exactly because even when I'm doing a game they'll say uh, Miss Lady Ref or Miss Ref it's just Ref sweetheart exactly just Mm -hmm. Ref Right, it's good. Right, I'm, I'm okay with that. Right, <laughs> Madam, <laughs> Madam Ref, right. <laughs> Try to throw it all at you. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's fine. Right. But you know, there's also times when we have to get them to stop calling us sweetheart, baby, things like that. Wow. So you, you just, it's just Ref. But I throw it back at them, especially the coach. Okay, Sugar Plum. I know that's right. Give them a taste of their own medicine. Exactly. <laughs> the thing that I have noticed is that um, this is my 14th season. And it wasn't easy in the beginning because coaches do think you don't know the rules. So um, you have to earn their respect. And when you earn their respect, 
they res- that you can go far with that. I mean, coaches talk. Um, mm-hmm. um, I noticed last night um, the uh, assistant coaches were running down the line and they were hollering at the official as if she didn't see or, or, or didn't know what she was looking mm-hmm. at. But she knew what she was looking at, so we don't entertain it. And Adrian was saying earlier that um, how the um, what's the aggression, you know, that they have, or I mean, they think we are aggressive when we respond or mm-hmm. don't respond. I've learned to just ignore them unless it gets too, um, too out of line. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was looking okay. for that word. Intense, yeah. Yeah, and um, you have to let them know, hey, you're not going to intimidate me. Right, right. I went to camp for this, and for the most part, Right. I know what I'm doing. That's right. <laughs> well, what I'm what I'm excited to say is right now tonight it's going to be in full force in front of them. Yeah. Okay. You're saying you know maybe you being the one female ref on the on the field now now they can't get around it. That's right. right. You That's know right. what I'm saying? Right. It, I mean, you could fight and fuss all day, but now you can't get around it. But tell me now, what has been one of maybe your 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 nightmare calls, so to say, the one call that you don't want to make? While Ooh. the game is in play, I'd or... love to hear that. And this is coming from Jay. <laughs> Jay sent that question in. <laughs> uh, one call that I don't like to make during is is an unsporting call because for me that means I feel like I'm not managing the game correctly. But that's with anybody. I because I feel like I'm in control of the game oh, and okay. I'm that I got that mama control. I don't want my game to get out of hand where I have to throw an unsporting like foul. Right. Wow. But right. I will. Right. Right. What about you? The point is, I don't want to determine a game. That's mm-hmm. that's my factor. Mm-hmm. I don't never want to determine a game. And if I get in there, that bothers me. And I don't want to be in that same situation. It's too it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. Wow. Yeah, that, it's a lot of play. You know, a lot of feedback if you got to go that far with it, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. hear it. We hear that all the time. Don't ever let your call be the call that makes the difference as far as the outcome of the game. And that's not just for female refs. That's for all refs. You don't yeah. ever want to be that person letting your call be the call that determines the outcome of the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. In, in in any sport. And mine is never. I want to be able to eject a coach. Oh, yeah, mm. that's a bad one. Mm-hmm. That's a bad one because then the, have all have the that. fans come yes. with that ejection. Wow. What about you? Say. What's the worst call you <laughs> ever made that you cannot wipe off of your existence? What's the worst call you've ever made that you just say, God, dog, I did that one wrong. Come on. I think for me, I had a game at Hines, and I didn't call the guy out of bound. He ran out. Well, he, his foot touched out of bound, and I didn't turn my head quick enough to get it, and he went down and scored a touchdown. Oh. <laughs> and everybody else seen it. <laughs> it still bothers you? After they had the video out, yes. It still bothers you? Yes. You should have told like them the, they painted the sideline crooked. I wasn't the primary person on that play, but I was the secondary, <laughs> but I should have. Got him out. Jay wow. said, Jay said, you should have told him they painted the sideline crooked. <laughs> <laughs> that is just too great. Now, uh, Adrian, you were talking about the preparation it takes, and me and you were talking on the phone because I was like, listen, this is at 10 in the morning. I hope, you know, you were like, yeah, it'll be enough time for us to prepare. Talk about the preparation and how long does it take you all to get ready for a game? Um,. For this a week. game, yeah. <laughs> I heard it say a week. Oh, yeah. yeah, you you have to you have to focus on that those particular teams, 
and um, the specifics of those particular teams. You need to know if they're a running team or a throwing team. Um, you need to know if they're wild on defense or whatever. So you you have to focus on each team each particular week and then flush it and go to the next team immediately. So, um, you know, it's, it's not much downtime for us during the season, off season. You have to really get into your book study and get your study groups together Um, um if that's what you're referring to, or if you're referring to becoming a referee altogether, that's a whole nother <laughs> different uh, topic. Well, speaking of focus, it is hard to focus with this big phone you got, Sherry. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of mini laptop Android is this with 17 cameras on the front of it? Y'all, y'all Android folks be killing me. This is the right. Galaxy Note Ultra Obviously. 22. Obviously. Okay. Okay. You should get one. Okay. <laughs> well, look, I want to ask Curtis, with this being such a novel thing that, that you have brought together, why is it so novel? You know, why is it, why is this a first time that we are seeing something like this? Why is this idea that you had a novel idea not been done over and over and over and over by this time that we've gotten in, in, in life and the history of sports? Well, like I said, I really didn't plan on this being this big. It's just something I did. And another thing is we don't have a lot of women that referee football. Mm. That's the biggest thing. And like I said, we've just been blessed in Miller, Mississippi that we have a, we have a bunch of women. Uh, we got a lot of them on the clock when we got uh, five on the field. So that helps a lot mm. there. And a lot of uh, associations around the state, they might have two, three women. And one of them might not even work on the field. They just might run the clock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. Yeah, and that was our experience too. Starting out for uh, varsity level, we were put on the clock, and so you know years ago. So now to be able to start in and get training within your first or second year is awesome for women. Men were getting it, but we weren't. Right. We were always mm-hmm. automatically put on the clock. Right. So yeah. and even when we wanted to be on the field, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you know, then it's it, it's you know as bad as it is for us at that it was for us at that level, and we're talking 19 years ago. Things have changed a little bit, you know, since then. But at the college level, I know Sarah, you guys, and Felicia, you you guys experienced something a whole a whole another level from what we are experiencing, right? Yeah, she does college. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so on that college level, it was it was a different thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see you, I promise. A referee of little words. <laughs> She's like, yes. <laughs> it's it's a little bit more intense than what high school is. Uh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's still... There's more rules. You know, it's still... I mean, it's just, the rules are a little little different, but still. Right. It's a man, man's world. Right. So you got to... Be tough. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now, I've got a wide question for y'all. With you all being sports fanatics, can you date or marry somebody who ain't into sports? (laughs) And deal with them. Yeah, yeah. that's frustrating. That would be hard. Very frustrating. Really? Oh, yes. I I, I dated and I was engaged. And he's like, so when we get married, you're going to stop running up, stop chasing behind these balls, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. It's not about money. It's about love for the sport. If they don't have love for sports, that's going to be a problem. Well, it's hard for them to trust us because we around men all the time. Mm -hmm. And if they are not officials, they don't understand. Mm. 
So right. it's very yeah. hard and very difficult. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. then yes. when you're not on the field, you're not in season, you still have to go to camps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you're always having to one up for the next year or if you want to move up to the next conference or whatever. And they just don't get that. You're always gone. The season is over. Mm-hmm. Right. Come on. What what you about to say? <laughs> she <here>? wants it. <laughs> she wants it. I would say. Everything that they said, but it's always great when you get someone that loves sports and can understand what you do. Mm-hmm. They Absolutely. love that you love what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if they don't, if they're not into sports, mm-hmm. they're into you. Right. And they're into what you love. Right. Gotcha. And that's always great. So, mm-hmm. side topic that is why I watch wrestling till this day. Yes. Because <laughs> I married a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> I know now. But let's talk about... Oh, yeah! I know it, right? (laughs) Let's talk about tonight's game now. Um, Murrah High versus Cleveland High. And at 7.30 p.m. Now, tell me about this now. Would you stay... Can you stay neutral even if you're an alum of possibly the school that you're now at and refereeing if they're playing that day? Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. You've got to stay neutral. Yes, most definitely. You don't think about school. You don't think about... If you went to that school or you know somebody that goes to that school, you go out there to work. Right. Right. And but, don't, but wear, so don't wear school regalia underneath oh, yeah, your uniform. No. <laughs> well, right. well, the thing is about it, Santa would not assign you a game that you went to school. Oh. Oh. They would not do that. Okay. So for us, we do have to put in our conflicts. Um, yes. But um, it depends on how long ago. So for me, they were like, you know, my sign says, well, Moses was a pup when you were at this school. Oh, so my goodness. Everybody, <laughs> everybody's gone that was there. So I do get to call um, at my school. School and, and then like the high schools that I've called it my my high school you know when it was still open go Heinz HS yeah um, <laughs> when I would call their games the coach would be like they were like oh we know her she went here and they'd be like yeah but you better play because she's not gonna cheat for you right yeah, that's right so, right wow. right that's good stuff right. as as, as uh, my best friend's dad would say. I wouldn't give a cripple crab a crutch. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So if if I went there 25, 30 years ago, I don't know these children. Right. I don't know right. these coaches. I don't have I don't have nothing in this water. Right. So right. no, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect anything that I do out there on the field or right. whichever game that I'm officiating. It doesn't affect anything. Right, right. Mm. Any well, any advice oh, go ahead. I just say I rather not. I just don't want no conflict. Mm. Right. Conflict with any school. Right. Yes. Right. Just leave gotcha. me neutral. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any advice for a female or even a male who would like to get into the world of sports as an official? What would you tell that person? Come on out. <laughs> mm. How do you get started? I always I have talked to a lot of females and I always tell them to start with Pete Wee. To see what you start with Pee Wee mm-hmm. to see what you like at first, and then if you like Pee Wee, you you get in your association and start with middle school from middle school to um, high school mm-hmm. and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm an assigner for um, Brandon Parks and Recreation, so uh, I assign for our football league, baseball, softball. So, and I've been getting a lot of calls. A lot of the ones who um, umpire for me in baseball or softball were like, "Hey, I, you got me in this, but I want to try football now." So. Even um, one of our, our other members, our field judge, Alana, uh, Dr. 
Alana Alexander. She's a college professor at Alcorn State University. That's why she's not here today. Um, she actually started in my league. She does. She started on flag football. I had someone to train her on flag football, and then eventually she went to the high mm-hmm. school and started uh, working over there. So um, you know, it's it's you have to start at that level to try to learn. And I push learning the rules right. and learning the mechanics, regardless of what sport it is and regardless of what field I'm on, they're going to get that game from me, an A game from me, regardless of what level I'm on. Right. I treat them, this is a Super Bowl for them, regardless mm-hmm. or whatever exactly game it is. World Series for them, and you know, at every level. So treat them with that type of respect. Right. And, and again, watching them grow over the years, you've already earned their respect from when they were little kids. So mm-hmm. start there. And That's let me tell stuff. the listeners, they are, look, they obviously been outside and in, in playing in sports a lot because it is warm up in here and ain't nobody <laughs> dropped a bead of sweat. So they have been outside. I've done well. Okay. I was sweating yeah, you, you a little, but I've gotten, well, I've gotten back. I've gotten back. Yeah, we real athletes. Right. That's right. That's right. We uh, go ahead. And I do want to say this. Um, a lot of people think that this is our first time working um, on the field. On the field. Yeah. No, ma'am. We have years of experience right. on the field. Right. So we're just right. working as a crew the first time. Right, yeah. right. So I'm right. just, I'm glad that you all are here. All the years of experience, the whole all-female football crew thing is definitely just ringing my ears right now. So I was super excited to have you all on. And then you came in full <laughs> uniform. Right. Yes. So I just enjoy you um, to the crew, to um, Adrian Barnes, to Curtis Lowe. Thank you yes, all indeed. so much. And yeah. in our in my last parting words, all right, refs, pass interference. What about it? What about it? <laughs> Jay told me to say it. I don't think she knows what I, that means. I, I, I told her. I told her she could just say pass interference, and she'd That's probably get some sort of reaction from the rest. I got nothing, Jay. Jay, you set her up on that one. Totally, like really, they completely know so pass interference. Jay, he said I was going to get a response. I was like, I got you. That's my bad. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't well, do Jay, it. You, you want to give us 15 yards? I uh, know that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You got to earn those yards. Right. She got serious on you right there. I know. They, got, they were defensive. A little defensive. <laughs> well, I thank you all for coming on today. Now, remember, if you'd like to view events happening around the state, visit our Mississippi events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the community tab. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to our events calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. I'd like to thank the MHSAA all-female football crew for coming in. Lead official Adrian Barnes, football organizer Curtis Lowe, um, and they will be playing tonight, Forest Till 730. They will be there, so make sure you get out there. On the line with us now is Representative Bailey Eubanks with the biggest midway in North Mississippi, the 2022 Tupelo Summerfest Fair. Welcome to Next Stop Mississippi, Bailey. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing good, sir. Good. Doing good. Yeah. How are you doing with the fair in, in, in full swing? Oh, better than we deserve, I can tell you. Right. So, Bailey, tell our listeners a little bit about your work with the Tupelo Summer Fest Fair. Well, we you know, we just we come in here a few times a year and we just we try to bring something something good and, and positive for the for the community to come out and enjoy, you know, this there's so much going on, and it's nice to have a community event where everybody can come out and have a good time and feel safe and feel comfortable. 
Right, right. Are you one of the organizers for the event? Uh, I am not. Uh, I'm, I work close partnership with uh, with the main organ, uh, the main guy that organizes it. Okay, okay. Now, how long has this been held in Mississippi, in North Mississippi, per se? Uh, since uh, 2015 was the first year. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. And now, over, over all of those years, what has been one of your favorite highlights from the fair? My favorite highlights, it really, is the, the live music that we bring in, just, just seeing the people come out and, and enjoy live music and encourage local talent we we do all local local bands and local talent that we bring in for the for the entertainment it it really is good to see the community come out and encourage them and help them you know pursue their their business right how many people do y'all usually see come out for this uh usually in the, in the course of time we'll have you know five six thousand people wow that's great. wow that's some good stuff especially in north mississippi you know we have our fair down here but you you never think about what they do in north mississippi or south mississippi so for them to be able to have their own biggest midway in north mississippi mm-hmm. is is right. pretty great um yes, ma'am. with the fair starting yesterday and running through september the 5th what can fairgoers look forward to this year uh this year you know we've got uh, we've got carnival rides for all ladies uh, on bands uh, on the carnival ride, they start at $25. And uh, in and around Tupelo convenience stores, we have uh, $5 discount coupons. You go pick one up, bring it up, and it knocks your arm band down to $20. Uh, we've got, you know, your, your carnival food. Uh, Karaoke will be going on throughout the event. Uh, Friday, well, tonight, August 26th, and September the 2nd, we're doing a tribute to Elvis Presley show. We've got okay. an Elvis tribute artist coming out. And uh, Saturday, tomorrow, the 27th, we've got the Summerfest Beauty Pageant with uh, uh, girl categories of all, all ages from 0 to 18 years. Uh, next Saturday, September the 3rd, we've got the Rust Bucket Roadies, a late 50s through the 60s and early 70s band that are based out of Morgan, so okay. right here in the Tupelo area. And uh, just, you know, just a good time. Just just come out and, you know, support the community and just have fun. Forget all the troubles of the world and have fun. Right, right, right. What's your favorite fair food to eat, Bailey? Yes, <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's a guilty pleasure, but it's got to be a fun cake. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody's the funnel cakers. But but this is the problem with funnel, with funnel cake. <laughs> it gets so messy. I mean, by the time you uh, get finished with a funnel cake, it is just white splatter <laughs> all well, it, over. It, it, it's not a good one unless you get it all over you. That's right. Right, right. You're right about that, Bailey. You are right about that. Now, when it comes down to rides, are you still riding? You know, I can't ride anymore. Why can't you ride uh, anymore? You I too, used to, oh, I know I used to right. I used to be such a rider, and now I can't. I I, I can't ride. I it think it's my nerves. Crazy? I think it's just my nerves. What does it do though? <laughs> if you get on the ride, will you pass out? No, like, no, you... it's not that crazy. But oh, okay, now it's just like eh, I don't want to. Uh, be a kid, <laughs> Bailey. What's your what's your ride of choice? <laughs> I, I really. I... I don't, I, I'm with you on the nerves. My nerves won't let me do it. Right. I, I just like to watch everybody have fun. Right, right, right. That's good stuff. My fondest memory of a fair is me and my dad going, and they putting us on the ring of fire. Oh. And they closed mm. the door. Oh, yeah. And daddy told them, let them out. 
<laughs> they never put the the ring of fire in motion. We had to get out. You had to get yeah. out. Right when they closed the door, Daddy said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, let me out." Wow, are you serious? <laughs> I almost fell out of the ring of fire. And I was a kid, like mad, like, "Come on, Daddy, you're the only person I had to ride with." Oh. <laughs> so it's just, you know, fairs really do have you become real nostalgic, and I can't wait for the Tupelo Summerfest Fair to to get in full swing before it gets over with on the fifth of September. So Bailey, I hope you all have a great turnout this year for the fair. Uh, we appreciate it. Appreciate you letting me on, and uh, and we, we really thank you. And uh, another thing I want to uh, say, uh, Labor Day, we're doing a special all day from open to close. Will be the armbands will be twenty dollars for for everybody. No uh, no coupon required. That'd be the Labor Day special, twenty dollar armbands. So so come on out and and have some fun. Right. You know, bring out bring out your inner kid. Right. Bring out your inner kid and get on a ride and eat a funnel cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In that now, order. Now, this is the 2022 Tupelo Summerfest Fair, everybody. It's going to be some some good stuff going on. The Elvis Tribute, the Beauty Pageant. They're going to have a Labor Day special. Um, bands that are going to be playing. And, Bailey, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about where they can find out more information about the fair? Uh, you can uh, you can visit our Facebook page. It's Tupelo uh, Summerfest Fair, and it uh, it's got all the latest updates. We're updating it daily on on different different things that we're doing. But it is Tupelo uh, Summerfest Fair on Facebook, and you can find all the information there. Right. Yeah. That, right. Yeah. Right. All, the inf- all the information there. Tupelo Summerfest Fair on Facebook. Right. Make sure you all go check that out. Bailey, thank you again for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi for the 2022 Tupelo Summerfest Fair. Now it's time to talk about what's going on in your neck of the woods, Kamel. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I love how you turned and with that comment <laughs> with the head. Shake. I know it. What's going ah, on? So funny. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? We visit Mississippi, man. Oh man, it's going down. Uh, I mean, even speaking of Cleveland High, uh, still working on the World Music Tourism Conference coming to Cleveland. Okay, and I'm an alum of Murrah High, so both you know cities. Okay, and, getting it well, together. Go Murrah, go yeah. Murrah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, working on that. We actually uh, uh, have made an offer, hopefully for Chapel Heart to be <gasps> our yes. So <gasps> pray, I'm praying stopped. for that. My heart just stopped. I know. <laughs> You're still living, though, mm. which makes you a miracle. Chapel Heart to do what? To perform. Uh, for them to be the close, we, we're hoping. Now, uh, you know, we still have to see if it works within their <sighs> schedule. But thank you for connecting me with their <sighs> with Jules Waltman. Yes, he's the best. Yeah, Jules is awesome. And uh, so we're hoping that that works out uh, for them to be the closing act for the World Music Tourism Conference. But if not, we will certainly... Uh, Come on now. They coming, they coming. Come on. We're gonna, mani- we gonna pray and manifest that. But uh yes, so working on that. Uh, another thing that we are starting to work on is uh South by Southwest. Uh, a lot of people may or may not know about, about it. the festival. Yes, the festival, which that is actually almost two week uh, almost two week long festival in uh in Austin, Texas. Uh it is an interactive uh tech comedy film. And music festival all uh, uh, rolled into one, mostly known for the music, but it definitely has so many other parts spread out through downtown Austin. Hey, now look, if you need help with this one. (laughs) 
I don't, Jay. Thank you. Uh, no, I well, do. Okay, I may need a little help. I may somebody need a pulls out. There you go. I'm your utility guy. <laughs> so we, I'll head right over there. I know, Jay, go on and talk to Jason. We need you. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, that's it. He's off of work now. Yeah. <laughs> So we are we are working to put together a proposal to hopefully put on a Mississippi showcase. Okay. Um, uh, where we could be a part of the South by Southwest programming, Ooh. a part of the app, the promotion, you know, really push it out and uh, have a venue where we can host, you know, six to seven of our greatest up and coming artists of all Ooh. different genres. That's what I was getting excited about. Like, who yeah. were we going to possibly want to invite? I can't say for right now. Can I pick one? I know you can't say. But Give it to I- me. Dear Silas. I mean, come on now. Of course. Okay. We're going to holler at him. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all. I'll leave it right there. Yeah. Because everybody else, I mean, you got crit. You've uh, got banner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, but that's all one genre. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be multi-genre. You're right. This we'll will be multi-genre. We'll represent, you know, uh, the different genres that we have that are definitely our mainstays and mix it up. Right. Uh, but we're hoping that that goes through. We're working on on that proposal right now and maybe even have a, a film aspect to it because the Mississippi Film Office is a part of Tourism Office. Nina Paree and Tabi Moyo and, and the whole crew, Carrie and Betty and, and just everybody over there uh, does such an awesome job. I mean, Mississippi has so many films, so many television shows, so many independent films, big movies that have come through here and taken advantage of our film incentive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last year was the first year where it was totally wiped out and still needed more. And this year on on par to do the same thing. Right, right. So that goes to show you how much activity we're having. Right. Good stuff. Visit Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have them visiting Mississippi. Mississippi. That's right. (laughs) That is right. Jay, what do you have going on this weekend? Possibly, maybe in the world of sports since we love sports here at next stop well I, you know i work uh a high school football game on friday nights normally really yeah and uh well i do uh public address announcing and some play-by-play broadcasting for hartfield academy oh. my, my neighborhoods you know school in the northwest ranking yeah yeah that's my that's my stopping grounds there you go right that was him letting you know he stays <laughs> in a good neighborhood <laughs> that was not it at all Private school is right around the corner, you know? <laughs> hey, look, hey. My neighborhood has a used New Orleans-style floodplain plan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we, yeah, got, Jay, we, got good. we got it real cheap. Yeah, Jay caught it. Jay caught it the other day. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I'm sorry. Man. Well, look, hey, look. Wow. The, 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 the Barnett Reservoir area is already way backed up. There's nowhere for the water to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my – when I woke up this morning – What's the temperature going to be today? I look at the weather thing. It's got a 10-day extended forecast. Right. Yeah. Thunderstorms. Thunderstorms. Every day. Th- every, all 10 days. I'm like, where's the water going to go? Man, it's, it's, yeah. it's scary. Yeah. And it's, it's been an doing anxious, that for It's an anxious time 40 for days. a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I said yesterday. 40 days and 40 nights. Yeah. Yeah. Get your, get your mind rights out there. <laughs> get it together. Uh-huh. Get your wood together for your ark. Because <laughs> it's going to get bad. But yeah, I'm just this, this weekend. Say uh, goodbye to all your college football fans because they'll be leaving after this weekend. I thought everybody was so pumped about all of that. That oh, they are, but they'll be gone. They'll on Saturdays. You won't have them anymore. Oh, for the okay. Next two or three months. So oh, okay. This okay. Is, this is your last weekend to try to get something out of them on Saturday. Oh, okay. 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 And even aside from the rain, going back to the MHSAA all female football crew, you know you have to work that rain or shine. They told me that. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He said, as long as it's not lightning, that's it. You've got to work that game. That's a little too so. demanding for me. <laughs> Sloshing through the mud, right? Trying to get that game in. So, what about you? Uh, your weekend? My weekend is consisting of renovating a house. I know that's fix it one hundred and one territory. Ooh, so much fun! <laughs> but that's the events that happen on my weekends wow. right now. Wow. So that's what I'll be getting into. Now, Red Brick Road uh, uh, Festival. How did you know weekend. I was going to say that next? Because we are united are we in synced? our front. Are we synced up? We are. <laughs> <laughs> right, y'all. Red Brick Road's Music and yes. Art Festival is happening this weekend. It starts tonight, August 26th at 6 p.m. through Saturday 27th at 11.30 p.m. Kamel, are you going? Yes, Yes. Uh, matter of fact, I saw uh, my guy Sam Mooney is uh, is uh, the singer songwriter portion is tonight, which I love uh, that part. So uh, Sam Mooney and a couple of other people that I know, but I have seen some really awesome singer songwriters on uh, the Friday night. Now, I would love to take my daughter on Saturday. I'll have her this weekend, but she just not like her daddy. She don't like. Uh, music festivals, maybe because she yeah. hadn't matured into... And then it has to be something that they like, like yeah. in their pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so she doesn't like to go no matter what free food they I know. Get, you know? Like, <laughs> you get yeah. whatever you want at, yeah. this, at this gift She's shop. Like, I got the nachos. Let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hopefully everybody can get out and enjoy live music, good food, crafts, art, vendors. Um, they've got a wide selection of craft beer all on the historic brick streets of Old Town Clinton in this spectacular two-day festival. Now, again, that's starting tonight, August the 26th at 6 p.m., and it will run through tomorrow, the 27th at 11.30 p.m. That's in Clinton, Mississippi. For more information, you can visit our community events page. Mm-hmm. You can go on MPB Online, click community events for that. Um, tonight at 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., Lorenzo Gaden is having his solo art exhibit, Rhythms, Colors, and Life. If you like art, this is an art mixer with the artist. There will be discounts and giveaways and refreshments will be served. That will be at Sanaa Gallery on Ridgewood Road in Jackson, Mississippi. For more information about that, that's my dude right love there. Love that guy right there, man. That's my dude he right there. He is so talented in I so love many art. ways. I love art. And then you're talking about a whole art exhibit. I can yeah. just stand there and just stare. Then he happens to be a master hornsmith. Right. He's everything. Is that a word? <laughs> I just used it. It is now. Sue me. <laughs> Master Hornsmith and artist Lorenzo Gaten, his solo exhibit tonight at Sanaa Gallery. Um, also, if you are looking for a job, the VA is having a hiring fair. That will be tomorrow at 930 in the morning, running until 2 p.m. at the VA Medical Center in Jackson. They are holding that and available positions include registered nurse, licensed practical nurse, medical tech and medical technologist and medical technician phlebotomist. Mm -hmm. So that will be a hiring affair at the VA tomorrow from 930 a.m. until 2 p.m. I'm going to show up. I'm just going to ask like. Where the doctor applications at? I want to shoot straight to the top. Right. Just where the app at? Did they even say, they didn't say doctor. Well, that's because you didn't ask. I'm going to ask for it. Where just, is that application? You're just walking in like. Yeah. yeah. And I want to interview today. Right, right. Speaking of more job fairs, there will be a job fair held um I think that was yesterday, so we'll just skip past that one. Um, but, 
<laughs> Don't show up there, guys. No jobs for you there anymore. <laughs> Didn't check the date. And then tomorrow, though, starting at 6 p.m., Thacker Mountain Radio Live oh, is going to yeah. be in Ocean Springs tomorrow. So... The tradition continues as they return to Ocean Springs for a live recording hosted by Jim Dees and house band The Yellow Bushwhackers. I said that right. You did. 6 p.m. The doors open. The show starts at (laughs) 7 p.m. And this is one of the great Thacker Mountain Radio live shows. So for more information about that, you can visit. (laughs) Jay is laughing. You got to say it like they say it on the show. (laughs) Yellow Bushwhackers. Oh, they say the Yellow Yellow Bushwhackers. Here comes Jim (laughs) Dees. Begging you, please. Right. That's right. Here the, comes Jim D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to hear it. Yellow Bushwhackers. Yellow Bushwhackers. Yellow Bush. Say it. Yellow. <laughs> that's an that's a awesome experience when they take the show on the road and when it's uh, when it's there at the square in Oxford. It's awesome. Too. It is. That's it, a Mississippi yeah. treasure. Man. It really is. A super right. under the radar treasure. That's awesome time. Yep. Right, right, right. Yep. Last event before we get out of here, story time at the Hattiesburg Zoo. That'll be happening um, today, and it runs through Friday, September the 30th, and this is at the Hattiesburg Zoo. It's a free story time event geared for children who are not yet in school and their caregivers. It sounds like a great time. Doors um, will be opening at 10.15 a.m., so make sure y'all get out there to that. We can't, can we, Jay? <laughs> no. <laughs> y'all, well, we've come to an end of another trip. We want to thank you for traveling with us and thank today's guests, MHSAA, all-female football crew at Bailey and Bailey Eubanks. If you'd like to find out more information about these and other events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Click the Community tab for Mississippi events. If you have an event you'd like to share, upload it directly to that calendar or email it to events at mpbonline.org. Next stop is a production of MPB Think Radio for Commission. King and Jay White. I'm Jermaine Flood. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.